You are now tuning in to Empower 610, where we power minds one episode at a time. One of our missions here is empowering the creatives and power the community. By empowering the creatives and empowering the community, our whole goal is to empower the culture. What is up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Empower 610, where we empower minds one episode at a time. Let's get it. Nice Ooh. Jones, who do we have here? We have the big boss of Sixth yeah. Street, right? Here. Especially with this voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big big 610 energy. Here you go. I from Sixth Street. Uh-huh. In the 610. Mm-hmm. My man's here got a whole lot of gems. Yes, got sir. A big old heart to help the community. And you know, we're in his home base right now. La Vida. That's yeah, the community's man. home base. See, I, I you know, know it. I, mean? I knew it. <laughs> you know? I, it makes sense. That's on brand. Yep. So I, I hope y'all are ready to be locked in because not only can you get an amazing meal down here, but, you know, meeting with him and the staff is food for your soul. Exactly. You know exactly. And then, like, just getting to know Eli for a couple of years now. He really devotes himself to his business and he is the definition of like a proud small business owner because he makes the effort to know every single one of his customers. Big facts. He knows certain customers like what they're going to order by memory. Uh Uh-huh. And he knows what they always order. Should I leave you guys though? (laughs) But Eli, (laughs) give us- Let him cook. (laughs) Give us an introduction. For somebody that's never been to La La Vida Cafe. Let me tell you this. Before La Vida Cafe, let's talk about Empower. Okay. Hey. 610. You guys see that? Yeah, her. Right there. So I'm very proud and I'm very happy. You guys are doing a super good, super good job. You know what I mean? Like, Lewis is my friend. You're my friend. And right now I'm having uh, such a good time because I'm with... Two good friends doing good stuff. Love, Love that. It. You know? Yeah. And La Vida Cafe is La Vida Cafe. Go on Google. Yeah, definitely Check it Google out. it. Pull up. <laughs> we live from 6th Street. Google doesn't lie. Eli doesn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> We're going we go to buy him a shirt just that says that. <laughs> Straight up. But what about chat? <laughs> but anyways, guys, um, um, again, I'm really, really happy being here with you guys at yeah. La Vida Cafe. Here that. We're you happy know? to be here. And uh, I think that uh, knowing Lewis for almost three years, Lewis, not two years, my man, mm-hmm. three years, I always, uh, I always had good vibes from Lewis, and I always felt, you know, he's gonna be successful. You know Thank what I mean? You, you know why? He you. told me that when I first opened, he said there's three items that they're gonna be big sellers: uh, the Cuban, uh-huh. the Sixth mm-hmm. Burger, and the, the, the Southwest, Southwest salad. salad. And that's yeah. These are the three, uh, like, I think they're the, the the most... Top selling. Top selling, yeah. You know, I know he knows that, right? Yeah. Because ever since I've known this young man, all he would ever talk about is food. Mm-hmm. I'd invite him out to places mm-hmm. as a college student, but wait, but wait, but wait, they got, they got food there? They got food there? <laughs> so I already knew. I'm not even surprised when you told me about him picking out foods. He definitely loves food, but that's mm-hmm. a good thing. That's the type of people... Yes. You want pouring into your business, mm-hmm. for sure. You know what I mean, so tell us a little bit about how you got your start, why you started this business here, and the name. I love the name mm-hmm. personally. So I started in uh, 
June of 2020, and that was in the middle of the pandemic. Yep. And it was, uh, it was like, like a, it was a challenge. You know what I mean? And uh, one of the things that wanted, like, I kind of wanted to do this, especially in the pandemic, is because um, I wanted to do something that. Because everybody was afraid of, like, you know, life is going to end, people's going to die, all that, like, negative kind of mm-hmm. energy, and that was everywhere. It's been three months since Sincerely Jones. I've been talking about this mixtape for over 10 years, telling everyone on the internet. Now I have all this pressure, these labels reaching out to me, rappers subbing me. I don't know if I can handle the pressure. You even listening? Bro, I'm not a therapist, but that is why this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. The leading online therapy platform connecting you with over 30,000 licensed therapists. Communicate through video, audio, or unlimited messaging. BetterHelp offers you flexible options to communicate with your therapist. With a simple questionnaire, BetterHelp will match you with the right therapist for your specific needs in as little as 48 hours. Start your mental health journey today with BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Empower610 for 10% off your first month of therapy with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Empower610. And that's what kept me going all of that time. You know what I mean? Just thinking about things going to get better, you know? And it actually, also business-wise, because when I first started, it was very hard. Like, I probably had Lewis and four other customers. You know, yeah, and yeah, probably you, and, and it was very hard, you know. And he's not even emphasizing so much because I remember when I first moved down here and I first met Eli, the biggest thing was the fact that in the beginning he had help from maybe one or two other people, and they were either like friends or relatives of yours yep. mm-hmm. that if they could come in, mm-hmm. they would help you out. But then there even came a point in the pandemic where I saw Eli come in here at like 7 a.m. and leaving at like 10 p.m. And he would tell me, Lewis, I have to open up the store. And during that time, restaurants, cafes had the regulations of cleaning. They had to follow that procedure or else they would get shut down. And Eli was cleaning in the morning cooking, prepping, making sure every customer had the La Vida experience. And then on top of that, after working all three shifts, like he would make sure that he closed down and clean, go back to sleep, wake up and do it again. Devotion with a smile. And you know, that helped me like lately for the past two years, I don't even use an alarm. You know what I mean? Hear that. So... I just wake up and I'm ready because the way I think that every person should live their life is knowing that we all going to go. Mm-hmm. That's facts. And we all don't even know when. So yep. that makes us all kind of equal. Not kind of equal, equal. Because we're all going to go and we all don't know when. So when someone asks me how old are you, I look at my watch and I say, the exact hours that I've been up. So if I've wow. been up from six, you know, six hours, I say I'm six hours old because, you know, that's the time I've been up. That's real. And I'm thankful for that. And if you start your day 
being thankful for this new day. I think everything else is just, you know, easy. Simple. I feel that. You know? Open your eyes and be grateful. Yeah. And and that's how I live my life. You know? I love that. And it's funny because as an entrepreneur, we, we value that a lot. And one of the things that I think we get misunderstood about is the work ethic. Mm -hmm. and especially you, Eli. Like You are the definition of a small business owner that puts in the work and loves what he does. Because anybody else would think this person is crazy. This person is insane. <laughs> We're doing this. You know, because yeah. I was like, Eli, get an employee. <laughs> he was like, I can't. Yeah. He was like, I can't. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. but bro, it hurts me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm seeing you in pain. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you no, know, and sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're. The, I think the beauty of it was like witnessing that, and now witnessing where you're at now. Because mm -hmm. if you don't mind sharing, how many employees do you have at the moment? No, like almost five. Look at that growth. Like, yeah. Growth. Yeah. Goals. Look at that. Yeah, but in, in any uh, kind of food business, restaurant, you get in, you, you, there's three very important things. Uh, the quality of the food, mm -hmm. uh, clean, mm -hmm. and service. Mm. And at that time when I was working by myself, I was focusing on these three things, you know? And for food, it's kind of like, the customer should give you more than one uh, try because they're going to try you the first time, mm -hmm. maybe the second time. First, they're going to see that there's consistency. They're going to see that, okay, that last time I was there, it was clean. The food was good and the service was good. So I've been in business now for three years. And, you know, we have a lot of good reviews on Google. And that's what really helps by getting more business because that's like reality. That's, you know. Yeah, so, and, and like Google reviews makes or break a small business. But I think the biggest thing about you is the fact that you provide not only a, a great experience, but also great quality food. And I even told you, you get like a specific type of customer mm -hmm. here, especially when you're in, in here. Um, and even all, all the people that you hire, they treat you a certain mm -hmm. way that it makes you want to come back. Mm -hmm. And then you get to learn the name of the employees. You get to learn mm -hmm. the name... Uh, of everyone that works here and even some of the people that are, are just common like customers like they, mm -hmm. we get to know each other we say hi um, and it just becomes like a very like community spot mm -hmm. bingo and so I want to kind of bring this back before COVID before the nightlife business because we're going to mm -hmm. get into that <laughs> Eli, I want to know what made Eli go into the path of entrepreneurship I kind of, I kind of always wanted to have a plan, right? Like a project, a plan, and I always wanted to get it done. And I don't take like, a, of course I failed, you know, but you gotta keep going. And I have, like, same what you just said. Like I've been going, I've been doing this for three years. And another thing with the customers, like experiencing the service and the that you know that the good quality food and the clean they also experience to see i mean this is how i am that's how i live here that's how i live everywhere that's me you know all day every so day so they also experience that because they've been here for more than one time and if i'm like trying to work on being like that i won't be able to do it that long. so that's mm -hmm. how i am and that's how i live and i kind of like like the community here is also, 
I see a lot of positive vibes from like you're in my community, you're in my community, and look at that. There's two positive vibes here, and there's a lot like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of positive vibes. There's a lot of people that try to get better in life, and I'm one of these people. So it kind of like you know gets all together. Yeah, it's not an you act. Know? It's just facts. Yeah, yeah. That was the biggest thing why I always enjoyed coming here is because and I always told you early on like you're building something that's an anchor a literal anchor for the community where people can come in hang out feel safe super welcoming Mm -hmm. great products and I know the first time I ate here I was like oh you use really good ingredients Mm -hmm. I can tell which means Mm -hmm. it speaks volume like you said you're the same way everywhere so it's like you're meticulous about what you're going to use of what you're what what you would consume for yourself so you're carrying the same way you would treat yourself you treat everyone better Mm -hmm. than you treat yourself Mm -hmm. of course you know it's kind of like how i was raised my mom always said take care of other people's stuff better than i take care of my own stuff you know what i mean so and co-workers and and, you know like you were saying like you feel like you start to know their names they start to know uh, customers names because it's that's how they are too you know what i mean it's like uh that's a, a lifestyle that we kind of live. Yep. You know, and it just happens. It goes a long way, too. What was that uh, that show, uh, Cheers? Literally, in the theme song, is about going to a place where everyone knows your name. Mm-hmm. You know how much remembering someone goes a long way? I was just talking to my girl about this earlier because she's like, I feel like you'd be good at remembering names. And I said, yo, I'm actually really not. Sometimes my students get mad when I forget their name. I mm-hmm. said, but as much as everyone says, like, I play around a lot. I literally go out of my way to mess with people because that's how I remember their names. Mm -hmm. Now that we have some type of positive interaction of something I might be roasting them about or they're roasting me about, I'm now downloading another memory into my brain that I can relate to an individual. Mm -hmm. So that way we're both mutually unforgettable. Yes, absolutely. So there's a science to it. And that's why I like coming in here because not only just how I was treated every time I come here, but I see the way you treat everyone. And so that's why I was always saying to you, like, you're literally building a community hub in a spot that desperately has always needed it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said I'll always come down here and, and hang out and just chill, grab something to eat, give me, give me my Frappuccino. It's a, <laughs> no. it's, a, it's a very nice and it's a very good feeling when I kind of see that the customers are uh, comfortable here and they're happy and they, you know, they meet other people. They, they, yep. they kind of become friends and they're like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that's like for me is such a very good i feel like all this hard work is you know paying off you're literally you know is bigger than creating a space for people to to build over meals you're building bonds Mm -hmm. it's it's bigger Mm -hmm. than yeah you know a sandwich or a drink and i think that the that's like the biggest thing i was talking to people in the pandemic especially like business owners that i was consulting with i said they would always like you know how you said people were panicking i said no what you guys have to understand is Everyone that is more human mm-hmm. are the ones that are going to be the ones who survive all of this. The Absolutely. ones that are in it for the quick check, mm-hmm. peace out. They're going to get checked. Yes. Plain and simple. Facts. Even with the interaction we just had. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about it. That was a, a, a human thing to do, right? Of it was course. Like more or less. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the people that possess that, that skill, because the internet makes everyone think everything's easy or like people don't matter or people are easily, you know, replaceable. But it's like, no, like, everyone matters. And everything happens for a reason. Everything that, happens for a reason. What, you know, that probably happened for a reason. You know what I mean? I guarantee it did. Yeah. 
you know? Guarantee yep. it did. We've been, like, everything happens for a reason. So, so Eli, I have a question that I think me and you had a conversation a while back about. And it's something that me and you have in common mm -hmm. in regards to having, like, this immigrant mentality. Because mm -hmm. I feel like being an immigrant mm -hmm. coming to the United States. From Lebanon. Hey. Yes. <laughs> you... You have a certain mentality that gets put into your mind, and it makes us work harder than most people that were born here. Mm -hmm. What do you? What? How do you relate to that with your business, and how do you feel like that was kind of pushed you forward on your entrepreneurship journey? It kind of pushed me forward, and I think we had this conversation one time. I said, "There's a lot of people here that they don't even appreciate." what what they have probably because they didn't go you know they didn't have like any bad times or whatever you know mm -hmm. i'm not saying like anybody everybody that comes from a different country or comes here to the united states they're coming here because they're having a bad time where they're right. from but the opportunities that you got here probably you're not gonna get somewhere else right and if you're not gonna take advantage of it and if you're not gonna you know, achieve something, you know, then no matter where you are, you're not going to achieve it. But being, you know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here, you know, and I feel like I'm, I belong to, let me say to the city of Allentown because I'm in the city of Allentown because if I don't, if I don't want to be here, I won't be here. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Facts. So it's going to be something that when you, Cause you're gonna enjoy life while you're here so if i'm enjoying it and i'm happy that means i'm gonna stay you know what i mean and that's why i'm here that's why i stayed at la vida for three years because i like it and i'm enjoying it and i'm happy if i was the president of the united states i'll send every american to a third world country so they can go there to see how it is to live there be immersed and then when they come back they probably appreciate things more here. Me personally, I came here at, at the age of two. I didn't have the full experience of living in Peru, which is uh, still a third world country, but I have- Peru's tried. beautiful. Peru ladies are beautiful too. <laughs> well, I mean girls, yeah. yeah, that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> I have um, I have traveled back to it. A lot of, a lot of people know Peru for the tourism. Um, but you, there's also poverty mm -hmm. and, you know, traveling back there, mm -hmm. I have like seen it. Um, and it's, it's a different type of experience of seeing a third world uh, country type mm -hmm. of poverty versus the poverty that you'll see here. And don't get me wrong, in certain cities and states, like you'll definitely see something similar to it. But um, certain, seeing certain things and experience certain things makes you think of life a lot more different. Of course. Um, and makes you uh, really reflect on your life and what you're doing with it. And like you said, um, mm -hmm. Certain countries, because of the government, you can't even open up a business mm -hmm. the way you yeah. open it up here. Of course. That's why I say, I think I told you one day, like, if I was the president of the United States, probably I'll, like, you know, I'll take every American person to a third world country so they can go there, maybe for like a week, uh -huh. just to see how things are. And probably when they come back, they'll be more appreciated, you know? They appreciate stuff more. And probably they won't be like, you know, you know, so yeah, live with more like you know appreciation. Life First of all, if you appreciate, like appreciation c comes from love, 
a lot, a lot you know of. I mean, you're gonna love facts. something to appreciate it. You know what yeah. I mean? So a lot of the things that people right. complain yeah. about nowadays is, is first world problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you'll have you'll have stress and anxiety over first world problems, literally. Mm-hmm. And not to minimize anyone's like you know struggle or anything like that, but when you really realize it how big how small that is compared to some some of the things that other people are facing and, and overcoming of course you would be amazed even if even if you can visit even if you watch a documentary of, of how certain people are living it's it's amazing to even think that certain people would like mm-hmm. s- are living years like that and that's yeah. the that's the way that they see life versus what we have here in america because the way i see it is here in america we have all of these resources, especially now with the internet, with AI. Um, now more than ever, it's easier to open up a business if you have an idea and execute it. Mm-hmm. And we have the resources to find more knowledge, whether it be through books, audiobooks, whether it is on a podcast like this, meeting entrepreneurs, networking. And it's really about the work ethic. It's really about the dedication, the mindset that it takes to actually execute and move forward with that because other than that like a lot of people want to do the 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 four-hour work week or like Mm -hmm. they have this mentality of like i want to work less but get paid a whole lot more which is you know it's great to have if you know if you if you invest your money correctly Mm -hmm. but if you're not even putting in the effort to get yourself in that spot like what are you complaining about Mm -hmm. they want that without the change though that's the thing i see it all the time on the internet like oh man i just need a job that'll give me 10 grand a week for doing nothing and that's like bro that you know how unrealistic that is and i know people are playing around but Uh bro, life don't life has never worked that way what they say it takes 10 years to be an overnight success Yes, and we talked about last time, like, you know, on TikTok, you'll see a bunch of financial gurus telling you, invest in this and this and this, and then next thing you know, you're making a six-figure income, and it's not even like that. They make it seem like it's something overnight, but it's not. Nah. It's a all. microwave society. Yep. You got to be smart. You're going to work hard. You're going to have a goal. You don't want to give up. You're going to keep going. You have to be positive. These are the things that can make anybody successful. Consistency. You know, and has consistency is the yeah, common and denominator at the same time. Yes, because you well, you know you gotta enjoy your time while you living. You know what I mean? Like I said, as like a reminder, you never know when you go. Nah, mm. you never. You Think know? about it. Like so life. enjoy it. You know what I mean? And spread like positive vibes because it comes back to you. Oh yeah, love. yeah. It's you know a boomerang. I mean? You know, got the heart with the smile. Woo! <laughs> 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 Eli, love, so. love is the key. So you got into entrepreneurship. I know originally um, you weren't, uh, you didn't have La Vida Cafe. Mm -hmm. You were actually into the nightlife business. Tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about that and tell me, because me and you had a story of like you experiencing that and you were actually doing very well, Mm -hmm. but then you got out of it for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I think you even mentioned how you felt like at a certain point you got in a dark place where you felt like you were going off path. And you wanted to go in a more positive direction. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mind sharing a little bit more about that, mm-hmm. um, how you got into the nightlife business, and then how did that path, that fork in the road, lead you to La Vida? So I got in the nightlife business because I do like music, you know, the whole night life scene. And, you know, I got into it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was like living life. You know what I mean? And I did it for... Uh, over then like eight years you know 
And then I did events for like um, most likely uh, Arabic singers that come from all over the Arab countries and they go on tours in the United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. <laughs> uh, but I got to a point where uh, I kind of said, I'm either going to stay because I did get into like uh, a lot of fun stuff into it. So I said, it's either I'm going to stay in that life or I'm going to, you know, have to do something to change it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's when I moved. I, I moved to California. I was living in Boston. I moved to California and I kind of, kind of reset, you know, and I said, I want to start working kind of during the day. I got a regular job. Like an office job, I call it. <laughs> and that didn't work. So I kind of wanted to do something because I also like to work in a light life. Because I like to, I like, I like, I, like, I mean, I like people. So I like to talk to people, interfere with people, and you know, right. So I kind of wanted to do something kind of the same, and and then La Vida was available, and you asked me about the name, where did it come from? So this place was called Vida Cafe. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, ran by Life Church. Yes, I remember that. So that's why when I kind of got in, I wanted to kind of keep. And they used to do a lot of things with the community charities and stuff. So I kind of wanted to keep kind of the same thing going. And I don't know, we talked about Food for Life one time. Remember? Yes, that idea? I love that. So I, I kind of can't keep the same name, but I did like La Vida Cafe. Yeah, so I kind of <laughs> keep the same name. You know, right? That's the truth. Eli never lied. <laughs> Eli, never lie, never, never lie. lie. <laughs> I want to say it with the, hold on, with the, with the, with the voice. Eli, never lie. <laughs> so he, he loves this. Yeah, now I'm gonna forget what I was talking about because this is my first podcast. By the way, am I doing good? You're hey, doing now great. you're doing great. You're natural. All right. Yeah, you were talking. So, you were talking about um, how yeah, you got it from the name, and then we, the, the, uh, we kind of. Give ten percent discount for anybody that works or lives in downtown. Yeah. Lewis gets twenty percent because he works and lives. Shh, dude, you're not supposed to. Say I'm that. not supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that off. Cut that off. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> so you know, and um, uh, we kept the name. I mean, I did La Vida Cafe for the name. And uh, what was the question? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you, were, I love you, were, it. you were saying that you wanted to keep the same mission. Yeah, uh, yeah. so that's why we give the 10% discount for the community. We kind of, you know, a lot of other things that we participate with. And um, yeah, um, I've seen you sponsor as well yeah, a, couple yeah. of, uh, a couple of community events, uh, most recently the Lehigh Valley Legends basketball team. Mm-hmm. So, so tell us a little bit about how, how are you selective with that, of what you get involved with? Um, do they approach you? Do you approach them? Are you kind of always looking for people uh, to kind of help and, you know, kind of build that partnership? How does that work? I mean, any anybody that's trying to start something and do something and accomplish something, I would like to try to help or be a part of, like, helping and see people being, you know, uh, getting successful and being, you know, successful because that also comes back to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe in that too, like, giving positive vibe same thing it comes back to you same thing if you help somebody or you be, you're there for some maybe you, you just give them like some you listen to them or you give them, you know that's also help yeah so but you know being part of the sponsor for the legends uh, actually the owner james he 
kind of uh, asked if I'll be interested. And I, uh, it's a new basketball team. So I kind of wanted to be part of it. And also I wanted to experience mm. things here at La Vida because I wasn't busy at that time, but I don't know, I was, yeah. was going to get busy. <laughs> so I wanted to like experience uh, like big orders. <clears throat> and now we do the Iron Pigs. Nice. We've been doing that for two years. <laughs> two years. Cafe. You know? And that's been going good. But the let the Iron Pigs, uh, I got them because the, the Iron Pig, the, they, the players, they come here and they kind of asked if they can get the food from here. And this is our second year. That's so beautiful. that's been going good. And we do a couple other uh, teams too. You that, know? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Is there any advice that you would give to young Eli mm-hmm. if you got stuck in an elevator with him for like five minutes? What would you tell Lil Eli? Lil Eli, what would you tell him, especially after your success, your mistakes? Because I imagine there's probably been a lot of mistakes because of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would I mean, you? Ta- I think the people that do the right things are the more right things you do I think uh, the more r- wrong things you did but you learned from Okay, you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I did a lot of wrong things but I learned from my mistake I'll, I'll tell little Eli just learn faster mm. I hear that you know what I mean I hear that. So you kind of move on, move on faster. Learn faster and Eli never yeah. lies. <laughs> Learn faster, man. He's like, yeah, little no. Eli used to lie, but I, <laughs> if I would have learned faster, I would have got back to big Eli never lies. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what I'm going to be like kind of telling my, because I don't have kids yet, but once I have kids, um, you know, my son, hopefully Escobar, my daughter, but my son will be Escobar, Escobar Eli Yazbek. Hey. Love it. I love it. Manifest. Yeah, I'll tell him that. I'll tell him that. I'll tell him like, I'll teach him how to kind of learn from his, his mistakes faster. And the mistakes that are uh, more fun, he should kind of stop that faster. Yeah, I hear that. You know what I mean? And Eli, I also yeah. wanted to um, add on, because if you notice, right here, we have three cultures and three ethnicities mm-hmm. at this table. Mm-hmm. And... These are the three ethnicities that represent the 610, the Lehigh Valley. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you said was you wanted to bring a voice to the Arabic community. Mm -hmm. Emphasize on why do you feel like at this moment the Arabic community doesn't have a voice? And what would you change about that? I mean, they kind of, they do have a voice. You know, they're part of this community. They're like mm-hmm. students. They're like business owners, like mothers, teachers, principals. They're part of this com- builders. They're part of this community, but I don't feel they're part of downtown that much. Okay. Like, and, you know, what's, what goes on in downtown. And to be honest, like, being here for three years, there's a lot of people that, like, they'll be surprised. They think downtown is not safe. Yeah. They haven't been yeah. here, and they... Didn't any, see this. Anybody chain. outside? Anybody outside of Allentown? We'll you know, say. Allentown. No. Yeah. Yeah. I experienced and, that. And it drives me nuts. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I've been here for three years, and I mean, nothing bad happened. You know, I feel it's actually safe to be down here, especially with what's going on, and 
you know, the police uh, being here in downtown, the security for city center and all what's going on. I think it's safe. It's yeah. nice. It's fun. It's beautiful. You know, there's a lot of art things and there's a lot of beautiful things in downtown. Got a big facelift over yeah, here. And I don't see the Arab community here a lot. Okay. Mm. You know what I mean? That's why we were thinking to maybe we'll do like a festival or like an event or something. Maybe you guys can That'd help. That would be great. Do you think it's a, it's a participation thing or is it a community like the city has to reach out to i think i think uh, the city has to reach out more and and they're trying to you know but they should they should reach out more you Uh, know what i mean yeah for sure and and definitely like a festival would would be great because they're you know the biggest populations here um would be the hispanic community Mm -hmm. the the arabic community also the black and brown Mm -hmm. so that's the overall like that represents all of like the lehigh valley and the more the, the, the whole demographic is changing around here, um, it's definitely important to embrace all of the different cultures mm-hmm. and learn from each other. Um, and one of the things that I think is really awesome about like the Arabic culture is a lot of my friends um, that are Arabic, um, they tend to either lean into business, into real estate, and they have this discipline mm-hmm. that I feel like no other person has because it, it they're always like very dedicated always really into it and a lot of the times like you'll see them put in the work and they get boom mm-hmm. success yes because they once they once they plan something and they want to get it done it's going to be done mm. i mean it's going to take hard work because you know and hard work always pays exactly i mean you know i'm saying that from my own experiences in life it always pays that. you know it does. Like there's things that I used to. I had mentors, and they used to tell me stuff. I listened to most of them, but some stuff I didn't listen to. And then, you know, it takes. You know, in, in, in life, you kind of notice. Oh wow! I wish I did listen to that a long time ago. Of course, it does. You know. No, mean, I think that's big because you know me being in business, advertising, working with small business owners, having my own media brand in the past being in education all these years one thing i'll say and i remind my students a lot like yeah y'all sometimes just don't want to listen to me and mm-hmm. i get it i didn't always listen either mm-hmm. you're gonna learn one way or another of course right so you're either gonna you know you might take an l but as long as that l turns into a lesson then you can get the blessings it just oh, yeah. is what it is you know what i mean so i think that's important that you know sometimes you have to fall on your face in order to learn and so you can't you can never take everyone's word as as Bible. Like it is what it is. Like, you know, having a mentor and being uh, a mentee, you know, it's like, all right, I'm gonna hear you, I'm gonna listen to you, I'm gonna take it in. But there's certain things that I feel strongly about intuitively that I feel like I gotta do. And if I fail at that, then I'm still gonna get some type of lesson from it. Of course, you know what exactly. I mean? So I, I think that and you'll you know, never that's a know when gem right there. You'll never know when when you you'll use that lesson in life, and then you're like, oh wow. So that happened. That's how I yep. learned. And look, when I yep. use it, like you never know when, but you're gonna use it. Yep. That's why you kind of went through that to learn that lesson. Yeah, because sometimes know? it's hard to discern, like when you are dealing with with a mentor taking information that, you know, are they projecting a fear onto you? Mm-hmm. Because some that can happen. People can. Yeah. I've had plenty of mentors in my life that I asked questions to about things, and then they wouldn't give me the information, and I almost felt like. It was a fear of their own. And then once I learned the information later, I'm like, oh, I don't know why they didn't just tell me this, this, or that. But my thing was they went through so many experiences. Mm. They thought they were helping me. Meanwhile, once I looked on my own, I'm like, 
nah, I really could have actually done that. And it wasn't as expensive or what they thought it was. And so now I'm even more inspired, not mm -hmm. to prove them wrong or nothing, but it's more or less like I have to kind of take things in with a grain of salt and then mm -hmm. go looking at things myself because I treat it the same way with music and movies. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can tell me some movie is trash. If I want to watch it, I'm going to watch it regardless because I might get something from it. Of mm, very true. Very true. So I, I love that you, you, you touched on that. That's just super important. Um, the, the, I think the beautiful thing about this, especially when we met and we talked a while back and you saying how much you wanted to you know, get involved and get the Arabic community involved, I think it's beautiful that you said this is your first podcast mm -hmm. and you're really into it right now. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing is that I'm by, enjoying it especially. Just by you being here and doing this, there's going to be somebody in the Arabic community now empowered mm -hmm. by hearing your story. Yes. Yeah. You know, so are there some other things that you want to do in the future to, you know, empower the Arabic community in another way? I mean, I do, I do kind of, there's a lot of festivals that already happened uh, and the city should be um, like more participating in it mm -hmm. and getting more people like, I mean, if me, you, and Lewis go there, you guys are going to have fun. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you. You know what I mean? So let's all be human. Word. Let's all get together, you know? Like everybody, like, you know, it's, it's Arab or Spanish or like, you know, mm -hmm. we're all human. Like I have friends that are, I don't even know where they're from. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just I feel friends. that. Like, yeah, I yeah, love I them. That. They love me. Yeah. They respect each other. I don't even know where they're from. Yeah, you know I, I mean, hear that. You know. I have an accent, so probably they're gonna know I'm not American. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, but yeah, you know what I mean. It's love, man. You know, right there. I think that's essential, though. Beautiful. Festivals are, cool. are great times, and I feel like with how much the the city has become diverse, and you know, the shift in the downtown area, and even the you know outside areas, I feel like festivals are always a great way mm -hmm. for people to to learn and mm -hmm. grow and connect. In a, in a safe way sure you know try new foods hear music one of the best festivals i ever went to um you know i was in dc and there was an uh an international cultural festival going on and mm -hmm. i promise you i believe there was maybe 25 to 30 different countries represented and they all had like tables there's different music and it was on like the the big lawn in the mall down there and there was all these different cultures and i was just there enjoying it and i was like mm -hmm. wow like look at all this stuff i got a chance to take in and they had like art vendors food music it was just beautiful and i was like wow they like, did, i need to come back to this <laughs> they did here they did one i think last year they do it every yeah year. they do it every year yep there's another one in um september and that's what i always say like in downtown here especially with the beautiful parks and the you know i always tell them you guys have to do more things here in in, in downtown mm -hmm. so people can come down here mm -hmm. so they can see and they can see the difference and how nice it is and you know, people get connected here. Like they get along, and I think it's a good it's a good vibe. Like you know, yeah. yeah. So more of the festival, like you know, they do every uh, Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah. That's good too, because you know, music is always yep. good. Yes. Music makes people happy. Yeah. Like, I love music, you know. So I think more more um, more uh, things that happen in here in downtown is gonna bring people together. Arabic, Spanish. Uh, Chinese, I don't know, like yeah. all together. You know? Well, I think media, media, yeah. media, like what we're presenting, 
is essential to that because the reason why what you guys doing is very important that Ooh. perception is reality that narrative exists only because of the way the media has portrayed downtown Allentown. i'll never forget this starting grad school out at school that shall still continue to remain nameless i was in a class and one of the people were saying oh, i'm so glad we're not in downtown Allentown anymore i never felt safe this this and that mind you i'm like 23 at the time i have a newborn <laughs> daughter and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I live down there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, everything changes. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's really not that bad. Y'all just real dramatic. So mind you, again, I'm 23. This, I'm in my master's program. Most of the people I was in my program with were, you know, in their 30s and 40s. They had a job. They had a career. And I'm fresh out of undergrad. But I already have a kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on, you know, my master's degree. And my perspective is different. And even throughout this time, I'm just like, Yo, y'all just juicing it. And I didn't really understand media back then the way I do now. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm just like, all right, man, the reporting is bad. And then I actually started to dissect it. And I was like, oh, now I see why it's bad. I started mm-hmm. breaking down, looking at staff and how they're twisting stories and defeating feeding narratives and starting to read into that. And mm-hmm. that was a part of the reason why I was doing media before. Because people's stories need to be told. Mm-hmm. And it's better off told by us versus yes. letting someone else tell the story like why i'm gonna give them a pen to tell my story exactly i got a voice and my pen game is amazing mm-hmm. so eli before we wrap up here you know we got to bring up hip-hop in the topic Woo! snoop dog no context just that's it no 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 snoop dog you know what? which song which song you know why why because how old is he like almost I mean, Uncle this guy's been successful like for hundred years. Maybe? I mean, God bless him, right? Yeah, yeah. I, since '94, he's been successful since he started. Yeah, you know, and he looks the same. He acts the same. He's still, he's him. He's that Snoop Dogg. He's one of the most recognizable <laughs> you know? hip hop brands in existence. Yeah. Everybody loves Snoop. Yeah, I love Snoop. I, um, since I was a uh, what's what's your theme song? What's your theme song of Snoop? Um, I have it on my Instagram when I was at his concert uh, in uh, San Diego. Hey, uh, Diego. I love San Diego. Snoop Yeah, no, exactly which one you're talking Dog. about. That's my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You used to rap to that too, didn't you? You love that yeah. beat. Dude, this is my, like, my first podcast. I know yeah. it's not going to be the last one. <laughs> no, we got to I knew you was going to love this. But I'm going to practice on it. Like, right. you know, that's how you got to do it. Yeah, I'm going to practice on that stuff. So, Eli, where can they, one, visit La Vida Cafe? Obviously, it's on 6th Street, Allentown. Mm-hmm. 19 North, 6th. Let me do that because my voice works. Good. I got you. You got to do La it. La Vida either. Cafe, 19 North, 6th Street, Allentown, PA, 18101. Is the zip code right? Well, let's start calling them ASMR Eli. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what should they order when they come here? They should order whatever they want, and we make sure we make it with love. Uh huh. Hey. The most important thing that is gonna be made with love. That's what my mom used to say. You know yes, I mean? sir. Yes, For real. sir. It has a lot to do with the food, by the way. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it has a lot to do with the food. You gotta speak life into your whole experience. Yeah. You gotta speak life into your. You gotta food. put your. You know, I make every when I'm making food, and also everybody that works here, we make it like if I'm making it for me or for my mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I for my, it. you know what I mean? Hear that, and you like, got to. Like, I feel everybody's my guest. You know? Yeah. Like, I have to make sure they like, satisfied, they're happy, the food is good, service mm-hmm. is good. 
you know. Eli, yeah. how can they kind of how can they get in contact with you if they want to reach out to you? Contact with me. Yeah, because other people are gonna want you on a podcast now. Uh, right? Instagram. Instagram. Eli Yazbek. Hey. And then what's La Vida's Instagram? Uh, La Vida Cafe dot six four uh, six three. I hear that. Love it. Love it. Yeah. You guys already six hear three, it. Six one zero. You guys heard it here first on Empower Six One No. Here on Sixth Street, La Vida Cafe. Go check it out. Go try out the Six Burger. That's my this favorite word. Most definitely, guys. I want to let people know that this is the longest time I sat down without like getting <laughs> up and moving. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a record. And it's my first uh, podcast. The last thing I want I want you to tell people tell people Eli is why they should subscribe to Empower Six One No because Eli never lies. Hey, Eli never right? lies because. You guys empower me. Hey. All right. And because I don't lie, I'm saying the truth. You guys, Eli never lie. Watch Empower 610. Yeah, I heard. You're going to be empowered. This is positive vibe. This is positive energy. This is talent, right? This is like uh, hard work, right? And I really, really like um, enjoyed my time with you guys. With all the positive vibes that you guys give up. And you are uh, also educated. Like life educated. You're educated. Um, people that will be watching you. They'll be doing that is gonna something that is good for them. I if they it. really listen to what you guys are saying. To see what you guys are doing. That's going to be something that is good for them too. So by them watching you. It's not only good for you, it's good for yeah. them. Mm. Trying to give out some soul food. For real. Like, I'm, you know. I've been teaching yeah, for and, 12 years, man. Now I'm yes. giving out free content. Yes. They better appreciate it. For real. Empower minds real. one episode at a time. Yes. You know, like we said, right? Empowering, wow. the, empowering the creatives, empowering the community, and of course, empowering the culture. Be cool. Be happy. Be positive. See ya. <laughs>